The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio. This is the Employment Law Show on Global News Radio. All righty, here it is, 707 Wednesday, the flagship show. Love that music. You know what that means. It is time to get some uh, some answers from Lior and his big brain of employment law. Here is how it's going to work tonight. Same as every other night, 416-870-6400. That is the number to call in, have your say, ask your questions. There is no bad questions. You'll be helping everybody else when you do call in. So that means it's a live call-in show. Bring it on, 416-870-6400. Want to email? It is uh, help at employmentlawyer.ca. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. And we always advise you to uh, head on over to the website, which is absolutely free and anonymous. Even before the phone call, you can go here, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. And uh, do that while we sit here and chat. Lots on the uh, on the agenda for today. In between your phone calls, we'll try to get to this. The most important times you absolutely need to call Lior. Those points are coming up as well. So bring it on. Phone lines are open. Let's get it happening. And uh, brother, you're ready to go with the uh, the week that was. What do you got? You know me. I'm always ready and mm-hmm. uh, just uh, ready and re- raring to go. And today actually was quite a busy day. Uh, I do every uh, Wednesday. I do a, a session on Facebook where I answer. Uh, live questions from Facebook. So it's a, a day full of questions and answers for me, but frankly, that's how I like it. So right now, give us a call and ask your question. You know, keep me busy. Keep me on my toes. Find out for yourself what you need to know about your workplace rights. As John said, there is no such thing as bad questions. If it's bothering you, if it's something that you need to know, it's an important question. And I assure you, you're not the only one wondering the same thing. Maybe you lost your job and you want to know, is that legal? Maybe your job has been impacted like so many other people by COVID-19 and you want to know what does that mean and for how long? Now is the time. Now is the place. Ask the question. I will give you all the answers you need right now. But of course, week that was, a couple situations that came across my desk. Uh, I received so far, and it's only Wednesday, at least three calls or emails, people asking me this question, John, and mm-hmm. that is, I've been on a layoff for a while, for months and months. My company is starting to call people back to work, but they're calling those people that are actually less senior, people yeah. that have been at work less time than me. Uh, and that doesn't seem fair. And the question I get, of course, is, is that legal? Can my employer keep this person off work, even though they're more senior, and return back to work, call back to work mm-hmm. less senior employees? So a lot of people are surprised by the answer because the answer is it's actually it actually doesn't matter. And the reason it doesn't matter, because the layoff itself was illegal. Right. So the real question is not can they call someone else back and not me? The real question is, did they have a right to lay me off temporarily to begin with? And for most people, the answer is no. Your employer does not have the right to lay you off temporarily. So right off the bat, you're dealing with something illegal. So considering that's illegal, the fact that they're now doing something else, it doesn't really matter, right? The whole thing is illegal. So if you've been laid off temporarily, you can choose to treat that as a termination, regardless of who your company calls back or doesn't call back, regardless of what the company's intentions are with respect to you, you can make the decision to treat that as a termination. So it's really not about 
do they call you back and not someone else? It's about the fact that they didn't have a right to lay you off to begin with. If you're in that situation, if you've had enough, if you just want to get your severance, which, by the way, could be as much as two years' pay, you give me a call. Help at employmentlawyer.ca, email address, phone number, anytime, one 821 5900 As promised, always get to our phone calls first. Uh, Bob, thanks for standing by for a minute there. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? Good, sir. What is uh, what is on your mind tonight? Well, several questions. First, I'm calling from Alberta, and I, I understand that Lior just uh, they recently opened uh, an office you here. You bet. So I'm calling yep. on behalf of my son. So he's um, he's worked for about nine years for um, an international company, and basically he's been told recently that they're wrapping up operations in Canada um, near the end of April. Um, you know, and they were discussing, you know, compensation. I mean, he's going to be losing his job. Um, and uh, I wondered, you know, what, I, you know, I listen to you guys all the time, uh, you know, on, on, on the the Internet, uh, you know, from mm-hmm. Toronto. But I wondered if what they were offering him was reasonable in light of what employment uh, regulations are in this province compared to, to yours. It's an interesting situation. He actually lives in Alberta. But the office that he works out of is in uh, British Columbia, so I don't know if that that um, or, or that changes things as well. So just so you know, and it's a very important point, Bob, is that his entitlements are going to be the same whether it's Ontario, BC, Alberta. It's going to be the same in every province other than Quebec. Quebec would be very different, but in any other province, it would be the same. Now, your son, I think you said, has been there for nine years. Yes. And what kind of a job is your son doing, and how old is he? Well, he's 35. It um, it started as a technical role. Uh, it's a um, it's an industrial type of company. They test cranes. Um, so he was a technical role, but over the last uh, two years or so, 18 months to two years, he's become their national operations manager. Oh, okay. So it's a senior role. So he could be looking at as much as 12 months pay. Uh, what have they offered him? I think 10 weeks. <laughs> well, I think, you know, you said you listen to us regularly, so you know that that's not even close. He is a 12-month guy, uh, given his the seniority of his role. And even if his role was not as senior, he'd probably be looking at 9 or 10 months, so not weeks. So that's a wrongful dismissal, uh, Bob. You, you really have to get your son to give me a call. Uh, you know, it's it may not be easy right now to find another position, uh, especially, uh, you know, if he's he's working out west there. So he needs to give me a call so we can make sure that he gets the severance that he's owed. Okay, so just to call you on the 800 number in, in Toronto or, yeah? Yeah, yeah, it works across a country. We have an excellent, excellent team of lawyers in Alberta and in B.C., so we got him covered either way. Oh, Bob. Well, that's, uh, I will get him to do that. Thanks so much. Terrific. Excellent. Well done, Bob, and uh, thank you for the phone call. Enjoy the rest of your uh, your evening or afternoon out there anyway. And, uh, yeah, right across the country, uh, you know, the firm is all over BC, Ontario, Alberta now, as Bob mentioned, opening up an office there too. So we've uh, we've got you covered. And you were right, one 821 5900 is the number. But here and now, 416-870-6400. John, thanks for hanging on. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? Good, brother. What's uh, What's going on with you tonight? Uh, uh, constructive dismissal. I've been listening to you guys for a long time as well, and uh, I, it's an interesting, uh, um, um, uh, I, I guess, uh, way to be dismissed. Um, my question is: uh, is that is it how it's formed? 
my uh, my wife's worked for a large institution for uh, 17 years. The last 10 years been in the same role. And through mismanagement and restructuring and uh, basically just continually putting more on all, everybody's plate, everybody's starting to feel the pain and they're starting to feel the stress and they're starting to feel the anxiety and all that kind of stuff. So my question is, is that by, I guess, mismanaging a company or an organization or an institution, it's a university, um, you know, are they, is that, is that considered constructive if, if it causes someone to basically have anxiety that they didn't have before? Well, the question is why the anxiety? Because for it to be a constructive dismissal, her job has to be impacted. She has to show that something has happened to her job. Maybe uh, she's been given a lot more duties than she's able to complete now. She's been given two jobs instead of one. Or maybe she's not being treated properly. Something has to happen to her job or the way she's treated in order for it to be constructive dismissal. If they're simply upset with management because management you know, is not very good and not, doesn't know what they're doing, that obviously makes sense that they would be upset, but that's not a constructive dismissal. For it to be a constructive dismissal, they have to show the impact on their job. How is it now different than the way it was when things were good? Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, no, it exactly makes sense. That's how I read it as well. And and in this case, yeah, multiple roles left vacant, and then uh, and then any, basically lots of stuff just kind of flowing down on top of her because there's nobody else to do it. And uh, and and again, after a decade of it, it uh, you know it wears on you. And I just wondered uh, if that would be potentially justified. So if uh, if we're really serious, we'll definitely give you a call on the eight hundred number. And uh, and I appreciate your take on it. Thanks, John. Appreciate it, John, and have a uh, have a good evening as well. You want to send an email along anytime, help at employmentlawyer.ca. Still got a couple minutes. You had uh, one more thing you wanted to talk about the for, uh, for before we uh, get to a break, Lee, or what was Yeah. That? So an- another uh, person that had been on a layoff for, for a while now, for several months, of course, because of COVID-19, like so many others, mm-hmm. yep. uh, his employer called him very recently and said, well, because of COVID, we're restructuring the company. Your role, your position uh, is, is one that we're not going to need anymore. Uh, obviously, it's because of COVID. You're a good guy. You didn't do any- anything else. So because of that, you, you, we're going to give you the option to resign, and we'll also pay you two weeks pay if you resign. Uh, and this person wanted to call, well, he called me and he wanted to say, well, he said to me, this doesn't sound right, Lior, but you tell me, is it right? Well, this is one of those things where I didn't even know where to begin. First of all, as I said, the layoff itself was a termination. The layoff itself entitled him to severance, and after 10 years, he probably would be owed about a year's pay. Number two, even if we forget about the layoff being illegal, and, and let's assume that the layoff was fine, now, if he's going to be out of a job, that's a termination. Why would right. he resign? And yep. so there's no reason for him to resign if the company made the decision they're not going to employ him anymore. They have to pay him severance either way. So important lesson there. First of all, no one can tell you to resign. You're the only one that can decide if you want to resign. If you choose you don't want to work there anymore, then that's a resignation. If someone else tells you you don't have a job, we want you to resign, that's nonsense. You never do that. That is a termination, and why, why, why would you ever say that you're resigning because of it? Mm-hmm. And, of course, back to, to basics, layoff itself for most of you 
is in fact a termination. If you've been put on a temporary layoff, you can treat that as a termination and get severance. Make the decision yourself rather than wait to see what the company is doing. Any questions about that, any discussions that you want to have with respect to your situation, reach out to me anytime. The most important times you absolutely need to call Lior. That is coming up after a short break and more of your phone calls. Now you got a couple minutes, so uh, so grab a grab a phone, dial the number 416-870-6400. 416-870-6400. Employment Law Show continues. Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio. Welcome back to the Employment Law Show on Global News Radio. 721 and welcome back to it. Yep, plenty of time to uh, to call through. Make it happen. Would love to talk to you. 416-870-6400 is the number email address. That works. If we uh, have some time, we'll get to those later. Help at employmentlawyer.ca and we always tell you to go to employmentlawyer.ca. There's a, a section there where you can click on and find a TV show and uh, find out where it's running near you, and you can watch them there as well. So we've been doing that for, for several years, a 30-minute uh, version, basically, of what we do here every week on the radio show. Again, employmentlawyer.ca for that. So most important times, you absolutely need to call Lior because quite often, Lior, people think, ah, you know what, this this probably isn't right, but should I be calling a lawyer? So they kind of him and haw about it for a little bit, right? And they don't always make the smart move of calling you, do they? That, that is exactly right. People often wonder, should I call? Should I not? Is it something that, that Lior can help me with? Or maybe yeah. it's not a, a good idea to call. So what I wanted to take is take probably the main times or maybe some of the most important times that you absolutely have to give me a call. I'm not going to give you the option not to call me. You must do that. Now, <laughs> by all means, this is not an exhaustive list, not even close. We could spend uh, the, you know, the next uh, uh, five hours just talking about times you need to call a lawyer. But we're going to talk between our calls about sometimes where it's very, very important to pick up the phone, call me if you're facing a particular situation. Going to get to those as soon as we get through our calls, as promised. Tarsum, uh, thank you for standing by for just a moment. How are you? Good evening. Good, sir. Thanks. Go ahead. Uh, actually, I got a layoff. I know my company is still working, production. I'm doing. They're doing my job, whatever the hardware packing. But somebody else doing my job. But they give me layoff. I related to WSI. I get a light duty, permanent injury. And they choose to me to lay off. Say, oh, we are volume is slow. I say, I know the slow. Volume is slow. No doubt. But my job is still there because they, my job is a hardware packing. And somebody asked doing the hardware packing. And why you guys give it to me layoff? Because if my job is company closed, no more hardware, that different story. But somebody doing hardware packing is my job to somebody else from the line. So, you know, I don't argue. So, Tarsem, there, there's two issues here. The mm -hmm. first issue is the fact that uh, regardless of why they did it, they don't have a right to put you on a layoff. 
at all. Even if the job didn't exist, even if there wasn't someone doing your job, they don't have a right to do to put you on a layoff. And you can say, aha, you put me on a layoff. That's a termination of my employment. You have to pay me severance. But there's a second issue, and that is if they decided to put you on a layoff because you have an injury, because you need light duties, well, then that's a human rights violation. That's illegal to do that. So mm. there's a, a number of things. Now, Tarsim, how many years have you been there? Uh, 26 years. Wow. So you could potentially be owed as much as two years pay, 24 months of severance, plus potentially more if, in fact, there's a human rights issue here. So, Tarsim, you really need to contact me off air as soon as possible. What they've done, based on what you've described to me, is absolutely illegal. Mm-hmm. So that's the phone number, your direct line, right? Yes, that's the number to contact me. John will give it to you again right now. Tarsim, appreciate the call, and here it comes. And we'll repeat it several times for the remainder of the show, of course. That's one eight five five. 821-5900, real simple, 1-855-821-5900. But here for the remaining time, you got time, 416-870-6400. James, you are up next. Good evening. Hi, guys. I just love you so. I'm 66, unfortunately. I retired early from the hospital, support staff. Um, I wish I'd known about you. I wish you guys would be around when I was uh, back, man. But uh, I probably wouldn't have listened to the talk show, right, being young. No. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, yes, sir, uh, uh, Mr. Lawyer. I just wondered, uh, okay, I worked at Canadian Supply for a while, but I retired from the hospitals, you know. Um, if you worked, uh, um, if a holiday came up, like the Monday, then you had to make up for it. Was it a half a day or a whole day the next Saturday? Now, you talk about unions. You can't interfere with unions. But if they're doing something illegal like that, could they have gotten away with it? Or even if they're still doing it nowadays, which they may probably not, uh, could they not? Would that not be against the law? You know what I'm saying. Well, if the union is not enforcing your rights the way they should, if they're allowing maybe the company to do something that's illegal, the only recourse that you have is to file a complaint against the union with the labor board. So the only time there's an issue with the union, uh, if the union is not doing its job, there's only one option, and that is, as I said, to file a complaint against the union with the labor board. The reality is that those types of complaints uh, almost never succeed. Maybe you know one percent out of a hundred percent of the time it, it succeeds. So it's very difficult. So properly, or, or, or you know, and mostly speaking, there's not much you can do. When you are part of a union, you essentially give up your rights, and you give those rights to the union. That's not an opinion. That's not a political statement. That's simply a fact. It just doesn't make sense if they're doing something illegal or. Or if they, like you said, you get a lot more pay when you, uh, you know, when you when you sell for somebody they're not that's not a union. You get a lot more. Uh, I was happy with my severance anyway, but I just love your show. Uh, but even as a kid, you know, it was eighteen, nineteen, whatever. I thought something's not right. I it's a holiday, and I have to make up for it the next week. That I knew that much. Hey, thanks, guys. Take care. Thanks, James. Thanks, James. Appreciate that. Enjoy the rest of your evening. For you as well, call like James. Make like James. 416-870-6400 is the way to do that. Uh, help at employmentlawyer.ca is that email address as well as we uh, as we carry on here. Again, most important times you need to call Lior. This is low-hanging fruit. You've been let go. I think so. Yeah, well, that's the big one, John. Yeah. I mean, that is the big one. 
this is one where there's no exception. A hundred out of a hundred times or a hundred out of a hundred people, if you've lost your job, no matter what, you call. And and by the way, I, I say call Lior, you know, selfishly, uh, that's me on here on the radio, so I'll say call me. But let's broaden this. If you say, I've listened to Lior before, I don't like him. I, I But that's okay. You can still call someone else if you don't like me. Call an employment lawyer. Still, if you lost your job, you have to do that. And the reason for that is this. Almost everyone, well over 90% of people, when they lose their job, regardless of the circumstances, are offered a lot less, if they're offered anything at all, a lot less than what they're owed. That is across the board. doesn't matter senior employee, junior employee, long service, young, old, Ontario, BC, doesn't matter. So if you lost your job, you can almost count on the fact that you're owed a lot more, so you have to get some help to get that compensation. You call me, the good thing is it's easy to resolve in most cases for most people. When we're dealing with the amount of compensation, the amount of severance that you're owed, it is not a long process. It's not a complicated process. It's one that resolves quickly. So you have to, without exceptions, without even wondering or debating, you pick yeah. up the phone and you call if you lost your job. Next one is this, and we uh, this is a shout-out to tens of thousands of people across the country, really, and that is you got to call when you may put on a temporary layoff. How about that one? Well, you got to call for the reason that I said before, although that's yeah. not the only reason. And the reason I said before is because you have rights if you've been laid off temporarily. Even if it's because of COVID, you have a right to treat that as a termination. Now, you may wonder... Well, why do I want to do that? Well, number one, so you can get your severance. But number two is if you don't do that and you sit at home and the company after eight months, however long, calls you back to work and you go back, well, by doing that, you've now given the company the right to do it again. All right. And that means if they lay you off again and again and again, you won't be able to do anything about it. That could be now your new reality because you let it happen the first time. So a very, very important time to call, to email me, is if you've been put on a temporary layoff. Let's talk about getting severance, or at least just explore that option. Let's talk about what happens, the risks of not doing that. You don't uh, wait, you don't sit, and you don't uh, doubt yourself. You pick up the phone and you call if you've been put on a temporary layoff. And that number, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. If you're uh, too bashful to call in on air, use that number, call Lior, have a private conversation, but don't not do it is what we're trying to say. Help at employmentlawyer.ca as well. But here at the station, 416-870-6400. Hello, Eric. Good evening. Lior. Buddy, yes. Congratulations, my friend. I heard Thank you. On the radio. I heard on the radio you won the class action lawsuit against Uber. That was honest to God. I I had to pull over. <laughs> well, let's let's take a step back, and that the class action itself is not over yet. I won the the preliminary issue, which is can the yeah. class action actually continue? We argued that at the Supreme Court, and yes, we won. But the actual main issue as to whether or not these individuals are, are employees or contractors, that's still ongoing, my friend, and it's going to be going for a while. Yeah, but you know what? Fantastic. You won the first stage. That You know what? I give you credit. Kudos for that. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. You got a question to get to since you're here, Eric, or just hanging out? No, I just had to say that. I got, no, oh, I got cool. a call later about a uh, yeah, human rights case, but yeah, I had to give him a kudos for that. Thank you. Uh, thanks, man. We really appreciate that. You uh, you probably know the number anyway, one eight five five eight two one. 
5,900. You know, it's funny. We bounced over that for a sec. That was a huge win for you. Eric's right. And just based on a recent decision that came out of the U.K., you know what? More people are on board. It's it, you know, people are employees. That's what it's starting to look like across the planet, really, for it's, Uber. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah. Uh, it, it's going to. We're, we're going to see some significant changes coming up. Uh, hopefully, not into the distant future with Uber and how they deal with their drivers. Uh, you know, we're, we're dealing with that. We have a big court date coming up this summer. Uh, it, it's it's happening. Mark my words. Love it. Love it. 416-870-6400, the number to use to call in in between those calls. Like Eric, we're going to get more of our topic of the most important times you absolutely need to call Lior, but uh, we'll go to Dan first. Hi, Dan. Thanks for calling in. Good evening. Yeah, hi. I was just wondering, uh, what if uh, the company you work for is very, very small and they just don't have the resources uh, to to pay and uh, the economic downturn has created their sales to plummet they have to lay you off so you know that's a difficult question it's one that i get asked before so let me kind of turn it around a bit if the company says well we need you to work but we can't afford to pay you minimum wage you'd agree with me that it's say well too bad you have to find a way because it's illegal to pay someone less than minimum wage right well because that's the law well we have laws when it comes to severance if a company is going to operate they have obligations to pay severance if employees are, uh, are going to be let go. It's not me saying that. It's not an opinion. It's simply the law. And there's no the fact that they, they're struggling financially doesn't relieve that obligation. Now, that said, there's also the old saying that you can't get blood from a stone. And if a company actually is bankrupt, then yes, an employee unfortunately is not going to get paid. But short of that, a company is going to, if they want to continue operating, they're going to have to find a way to meet their legal obligations. Uh, and and something else to consider for companies is that a company that, that is forward-thinking, that, that thinks about these things, has an opportunity to limit its severance obligations by entering into a proper employment agreement that, that limits those, uh, th- those responsibilities. But if a company doesn't do that, if they didn't bother limiting the amount of severance, they can't then complain that they have to pay what the law says they have to pay. And is it a smaller amount if the payroll of the company is less than $2.5 million? No, it's not. So a company's payroll is relevant with respect to a person's minimum entitlements. It's not relevant with respect to a person's full entitlements. So the reality is small company with one employee or massive company with 10,000 employees, severance obligations are going to be the same. They're based on the employee's age, the type of job that they have, and the length of their employment. So, no, the small payroll is not going to mean less severance. Okay. And then just one, one quick last question. Sure. If, an employee, if an employee decides to leave and get another job and gives notice, is there any requirement to make any payment for that person? So there's no severance payable to that employee. That said, if let's say an employee gives three weeks' notice and the company says, well, we want you gone today, well, they're still going to have to pay him for the three weeks. Uh, but beyond that, no, they don't have to pay severance if the employee voluntarily leaves for, for their own reasons. Severance doesn't get paid at that point. Okay, and no, no other payments except the, the wage that they received? Yeah, wage, and if there's outstanding vacation pay, of course, that has to be paid, uh, but nothing else, no. And does that include vacation pay if they're on a salary, like when that's all included, the salary is included in the vacation pay? 
Well, if they get their vacation pay on every check, then no, they're up to date. But if there's accrued vacation pay that they haven't gotten paid, then they would have to get paid once they're gone, once once they, they leave. But some employers pay vacation pay on every check, which means then they're caught up and then they don't have to worry about that if the employee leaves. Dan, appreciate your time. Some good questions there. And I know a lot of people uh, sit back and listen to the show every week, whether it's uh, Monday night, Wednesday night, the weekend shows, and they have those questions in their heads. So appreciate you bringing all those uh, all those to the forefront. 736, you still have time. 416-870-6400, the number to call in. Ask Leo your question. Do it. You got time. And uh, we are also talking about the most important times you absolutely need to call Lior and a member of his team. And that is when the employer is uh, slowly but surely building up a case against you with bad performance reviews. Don't let that one linger. Yeah, don't let that linger. Don't ignore it. Don't hope that it's just going to go away and fix itself because it won't. So if your employer is building up a case against you, we need to talk about a strategy to respond. We need to talk about how's the best way to protect your job, to prevent the company from being in a position to maybe let, letting you go for cause. So if, if you don't want to lose your job, or certainly if you don't want to lose your job for cause, i.e. without severance, if you feel the company is building a case, trying to make that happen, you have to call me. Let, we'll talk about strategy, how to respond, what to say, what to do, what to put in writing, uh, and, and to effectively take the sting out of what the company is doing. So if the company is building a case against you, don't ignore it. Call me. Let's talk about how we respond. This next one, uh, you know, when they always have to, to call you, and this one always, it's, it, it makes me nervous, and that is you're, you're working there, but you've been offered a new employment agreement to sign. That can be so scary. It, well, it, it's scary you say that because you know what's in that agreement because you and right. I have been talking about this for a while. For most people, it's not scary. And the reason they're not going to think it's scary is they're going to look, oh, salary is the same. My vacation is the same. My job title is the same. I don't care. I'll just sign it and continue working. I have other things to worry about. No, no, no. Do not do that. A new employment agreement, all of a sudden, the company wants you to sign a new agreement. That's bad news. 10 out of 10 times, always. There's a reason they want you to sign a new employment agreement. And that is because that agreement is better for the company. So you have to call me. We need to look at that agreement together. I can identify the issues in there. And we talk about how to respond to the company, how we negotiate that. Do we refuse? What happens if we refuse? But you cannot just sign that employment agreement. Anytime a new employment agreement is slid across the desk towards you, just sign here, Joe. No, you call me before you do anything else. Let's get to uh, not Joe, but John's been standing by for a moment. Hey, John, good evening. Hi, how are you? Good, sir. What's going on with you? Um, in a situation, and I just want to get some clarity. So I, I've been working for this company for a, a long period of time. Um, been off for just under two years on a long-term disability matter. And I got notification earlier this year that uh, my, my claim was being terminated. Um, so I reached out to the employer and I explained to them what was happening. They basically just wiped their hands with it and said, well, that's not us. It's the insurance company you got to deal with. Um, just trying to figure out if the employer has any obligation to the employee. So that's a great question. And it's one that comes to us yeah. very often. So the reality is this, the, if the insurance company is saying, no, no, we think you're well enough to go back to work. So we're going to be cutting you off. That is an issue between you and the insurance company, and there's really nothing the employer can do or, or is supposed to do. That said, this is a very, very common issue. We see that all the time, literally daily. 
And insurance companies are, frankly, in the business of cutting people off and trying to get individuals off their payroll. So we can get that resolved. We, we have a whole team dealing exclusively with these long-term disability issues. So I want you, to, John, to call me and give me or, or email me after the show. I'll connect you with a member of our team. We can connect with the insurance company, either get them to reinstate benefits, which is exactly what you would want, or to agree to a financial settlement. So don't just take this you know, lying down. The fact that they've uh, said they're going to cut you off doesn't mean that they're allowed to. We can get that resolved, I promise you. So it's an issue with the insurance company, not the employer. So I, I have a, just a, another question, if you don't mind. Um, sure. It's not specific with me, but I've, you know, I've been connecting with other people that I'm familiar with, and they, they work for different organizations, but they're under a... Uh, they're under the union, and they're making it seem like if you have a union agreement, there there's some different uh, entitlements, which I'm not fully aware of. But does that change that that same philosophy in terms of what is actually owed to me, or does the employer, uh, if you're under a unionized environment, does that change? So if we're talking about in terms of dealing with your disability insurer, uh, we may still be able to help you in that situation, even if you're part of a union. So for most people, no, that does not change anything. Uh, and, and even in that situation, it wouldn't be the employer that owes you anything. It always will be the insurance company. The, the, the company essentially hired an insurance company to deal with this issue. And it's you have a contract with the policy of insurance with that insurance company, and they're the ones that have to meet that obligation. Same whether you're unionized or non-unionized. John, appreciate the call. You need some uh, further information. You know, it's the same number for disability as well, one 821 5900 As Lior mentioned, the whole half of the firm deals with that, and they deal with it with absolute precision. I'm telling you, get to uh, get to Rob. Hey, Rob, good evening. How are you? I'm well, thanks, gentlemen, for taking my call. Uh, this question is just for clarification purposes. Yep. Um, I listen quite often, practically every night that you're on, and I always hear... Uh, firing for cause or not for cause. Now, if someone is fired for cause, first of all, what does cause mean? And second, if you are fired for cause, does that mean their obligations for severance um, are non-existent? Great questions. Excellent, excellent question. So, Rob, a termination for cause can only happen if an employee is guilty of some very, very significant misconduct. If that misconduct has been repeated... And if the company has done everything they can to fix the problem, but they've, they've been unable to do it. So at some point, the company puts up its hands and say, what more can we do with this bad employee? We have no choice but to let them go for cause. Now, if the company can establish all those things that I've said, that it was bad conduct, that it was repeated, etc., the company can terminate and not have to pay any severance. It is extremely difficult to terminate for cause. Ultimately, what the company has to show is that it's impossible to employ this person. Very difficult, and most companies pull the trigger on a termination for cause before they should. So maybe the employee did something wrong, and the company says, aha, we have cause, we're going to let you go without severance. But no, unless it's really bad, and unless it's happened multiple times, that's illegal. They still have to pay severance. So does that explain the difference and how this works? Yeah, so so some so you basically have to do something very egregious in order for it to be cause. You got it. Yes, it's it's because it's the capital punishment, it's the death penalty, right, of the employment <laughs> relationship. So it's it's reserved right. for the worst offenders. Exactly. 
Right. So, like, if you're just getting written up for stupid things, like, and stupid things could be mean anything, that might not necessarily mean cause. In fact, it probably isn't cause. Exactly. You're absolutely right. Perfect. Thanks a lot, guys. Perfect. Thanks. Thank you, uh, Rob. Appreciate that. And uh, I think, I don't know if we have enough time for another call. I don't know. We're just about done. It's uh, it's time we just about got out of here. I want to mention, though, that uh, anytime you need more information, you can always call Lior on the phone. Give the number out several times during the show, of course, one 821 5900 is that phone number. And uh, you can also go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Fantastic website full of employment law knowledge there for you to uh for you to absorb the severance pay calculator is part of that as well. It's absolutely free. It's anonymous, and you can do that even before you call Lior. And then, of course, you can email help at employmentlawyer.ca. That's the email we use every show. And I want to mention one more time, employmentlawyer.ca, the website. If you go that, go to that, uh, go to that website, and at the top you'll see Knowledge Center. It's a drop-down menu. That is where you're going to find uh, links to our TV show as well. So. Enjoy that, and we'll catch you next time in the Employment Law Show. Stick around on point. Alex Pearson coming right back. This is Global News Radio. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio.